You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast, and I'm your host, Stephanie O'Day. What if I told you that you could truly have the life of your dreams, the life you've always wanted, one filled with abundance, joy, and a sense of purpose? It's absolutely possible, and I see it each and every day with my coaching clients. It all starts with learning how to slow down. You deserve to live the life you've always dreamt about. Let's get started. You are listening to the Slow Living Podcast. I am your host, Stephanie O'Day, and this is episode number 46, Cultivating Creativity Part 2. This is the second part of an amazing interview that I did with an incredible woman, Kim Demon, a real person, a real friend of mine, and she is the owner-operator of two websites. The first one is Today's Creative Life. And then the second one is jackpinejones.com. She and I have been friends since 2008. She was actually the very first blogger who reached out to me. And then we became hard and fast friends. And every time I talk with her, it's as if we just pick up where we left off. And that is exactly what we're going to do today. We had a little bit of internet trouble. All of a sudden, the ethernet cord that I was using in the Wi-Fi cable, it it went out in the middle of our interview. So we stopped it. So we're going to pick up right where we left off. And if you've got any questions, if you're trying to find a way to take some time and find a way to have more creativity in your life, enjoy the things that you're working so hard to and realize, let's shelve the shoulds for a while and let's do the things you really want to do. Kim is a testament to that. And that is what we're going to dive right back into. If you've got any questions, email me, steph at stephanieoday.com. Find me on Instagram, find me on Facebook. But for right now, I hope you enjoy the second part of this interview. Okay, we are back. We had a tiny bit of technical difficulty. So thank you to Mike from Ship It Studios for uh, making this work. And so this hopefully will be somewhat seamless on your end. But Kim, you've gotten cut off. And that is because my internet died. (laughs) I probably got cut off because I started getting a little controversial with the wellness industry. (laughs) I got to tell you, I am really shy when it comes to anything controversial. So, and that was sort of part of the Crockpot Lady's business plan is the Crockpot Lady doesn't do anything controversial. <laughs> Sorry. That said, no, that's, that said, Steph is a real person and you are a real person. And I think everyone is entitled to think and do whatever they think and feel is right. And at that time, what you were talking about with the, with the naturopath and the functional doctors is you were not feeling what they were quote unquote well, selling. And yeah. You didn't feel right. You didn't want to do these Well, things. but you I kept thinking it was, it was my fault that I wasn't feeling right because I truly did believe what they were telling me. And then as I evolved and learned more and 
then I realized that that whole industry is just not regulated. And a lot all the tests that they're giving are not even, they're not indicators. Um, yeah. Well, see, that's interesting because you were uncomfortable because they were not regulated. And some people are very uncomfortable with big government and things being overly regulated. Okay, so but it's, it's definitely right. Too, I get that. Like, like don't you li- think? Like, yeah. But I don't, I don't think, <laughs> I don't think people don't really understand right. though. I mean, you want your food regulated. We have safety measures for certain things. And so you would think that, I mean, there are some really dangerous wellness products out there. Um, I mean, in that one so that podcast. I, that I do. Okay. I, I do believe that some things are dangerous and other things are not. And I do believe that every human should absolutely, and there's the word should, but you should absolutely do your own research and not blindly follow anything. Which um, is... Re- Go ahead. Which is difficult, difficult to do your own research because there are so people don't even understand how to read a study. I don't really. I'm learning that the studies that I was reading weren't even real studies, peer reviewed. So, I mean, there's it's just a a rabbit hole when you go down. And I just don't think people understand. And it's not that I want the government regulating what I can take and what I can't take, but at least regulate. So there are good scientific studies behind these supplements. Um I mean, like St. John's wort Mm -hmm. is very, can be very dangerous. And I think it was the one that can, like, if you're taking birth control and St. John's wort, your birth control probably isn't going to work, but they don't have to say. So so again, I think you should absolutely Google the hell. Don't, I gosh, I've been swearing a lot today. I'm sorry. That's okay. I bring it out. out, (laughs) In real life, I do swear. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, swear away. But yeah, I just think that I I think you should absolutely Google and everything and um, and get as many opinions as possible and not just take everything for, for what it's worth. Well, and look and, uh, at the study. Make Find out where it's from yeah. right, because I didn't. I took everything like, oh, well, this says I should take this. Okay. Right. This says right. that it helps this. Okay. And I just didn't question anything. Right. And I just, and I guess I... absolutely should not start taking something because a lady you follow on Instagram told you to. Especially if that lady doesn't have any background certifications i mean there's some bogus certifications but in in the wellness in nutrition um i mean that's yeah, and if she's getting that's a whole paid, nother no, no, no. and if she's getting paid to do it so um and selling products <laughs> if they're selling a product then most likely their information is skewed it is skewed so I don't know, a good 20 minutes ago or so, you had talked about how your original site was on Blogger, which is a free blogging platform that Google puts out. And anyone can start that in about 10 minutes. You can throw a blog up on the internet. You will have Blogspot in the URL. So the very first Crockpot site was Mm crockpot365.blogspot.com. And then eventually I bought a URL through GoDaddy and, and pointed it. 
but the site is still hosted on Blogger. And I promise I'm getting to the point here. I was reached out to by Bluehost, which is a blogging soft, a blogging hosting company, which mm-hmm. has the reputation of not being good. It right. is not a good hosting company. They're big affiliate. They offer really big affiliate dollars. Really so you'll see a big, lot really of big. bloggers so if you Google promoting them. How to start a blog? Almost yes. everyone is going to suggest Bluehost. Yeah. Well, Bluehost reached out to me, and they told me I would get. Mm -hmm. for every Mm -hmm. person that Mm -hmm. signed up. And at the time, the site was getting a whole bunch of traffic. I wrote back to them and I said, I'm not going to promote this. I don't even use this. And it's not Mm -hmm. a very good hosting service. Yeah. And, And the guy wrote back and forth to me a few times. And the moral of the story is I absolutely quote unquote, left money on the table. Yeah. But it didn't feel good. Well, but But, but that was my morals, my ethics and your morals and your ethics. But if you Google how to start a blog, they're going to show up. Everything you will ever see tells you to start with work. They did the same thing to me. And I even thought, well, maybe I'll just, he goes, all you have to do, you know, because they really coach you through it. Just put on a page, how to start a blog, here, these steps, blah, 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 host with Bluehost, Bluehost. And it's so funny because now if I go to a blog and I see that, it's like almost the identical thing that they told me to do. And I'm sure they're making, I mean, some people make bank on that. But like you said, I'm like, and I don't even use Bluehost. And I have heard, I don't have the experience. So I don't, you know, I'm just hearing, saying what I've heard um, is that they're not even that great. No, you know, so people have problems with name, it. There's some big, big name bloggers out there and I'm not going to name drop, but they still recommend Bluehost. But if you go are they using their hope? No, yeah, they are they not. Don't even use them. They are not, and and so Jeanette has always been my longtime site designer, and so yeah. she's able to figure out just by I don't know reading code. I don't know how she does it. Yeah, she's like yeah, they use this. I'm like mm-hmm. okay, yeah. yeah. But that's how we ended up picking the hosting company that I currently use. Is she found a site with similar traffic and then went through the back yeah. end and read the code and figured out yeah. who the hosting company was. So, anyway, yeah. Um. So. Back to the the topic on hand, it was supposed to be talking about <laughs> creativity. Um, and I love you. And I think what we just did. <laughs> we, we just had a girlfriend chat. We, we had did. a girlfriend chat, but it felt creative. It felt. Yeah. I mean, don't you feel. It was real. So how do you do the things you want to do and what feels good if you think you have this laundry list of stuff that you're supposed to do, whether or not it's in business or in your real life. How do you, and and what would be your advice for someone who feels they can't, they don't have time, they can't do the things they want to do because there's too much other stuff that they have to do. Yeah, and I fall into this. Sometimes I think, oh, I can't start until I have my house clean or I have to clean my my craft room. But what I'm realizing too, is that by cleaning my craft room, that inspires me. So I use that inspiration then to get going. Like I'm th- the other day, I was like, I need to make some candles because I wanted to make some candles for my son's new apartment. And, but I kept thinking, Oh, but I have to do this first. And I'm thinking, wait a minute, just grab your stuff and take it downstairs to the kitchen and, and do it. And so I think sometimes just making yourself physically, for me, get my candle stuff and go downstairs. And that's all it took. And then it ended up being the most simple thing, which I've done them before. But in my mind, I'm like, oh, I have to do this. 
But I don't know. I think I just tidy my space to inspire myself if it's not tidy. And I just get the stuff out. Yeah. I just get the stuff out. Well, and if you are constantly putting stuff aside... It will never happen. It, 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 right. it will be because life, life if you wait has for, twists and turns and in-betweens, and there always yes. be a reason why you can't start a party. If you wait for things to be perfect, you'll never do anything. Yeah. You know, I mean, I just, I think you just have to remember, I wasn't you that told me the whole eat the frog. Yes. Brian Tracy, eat the frog. Yeah. I mean, sometimes even though it's something fun, but you're stuck there's still a frog in there somewhere. There is. Well, so, and it's a big part of being an adult. I mean, nobody wants to empty the dishwasher and take out the garbage. But right. You you literally, you really do have to do it. You, yes. you really have to do it. Yeah. You eat the frog. Do the thing that you don't want to do the most. So, like, for me, the overwhelming part of starting that project, you know, because I have all these projects, like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do this. I want to do this. But then I'm not doing them. So, I'm thinking, okay, what? why aren't you doing them? So sometimes it's just a matter of gathering the projects, you know, the the stuff for the project that is stopping me. Well, what I am impressed by with you is you appear. I appear. (laughs) You appear through social media to live this colorful, amazing, fulfilling life. Oh, you're so sweet. Where you're, you're building outdoor fireplaces and you're redoing this and and you're fixing up wicker furniture and you're doing all of this like super (laughs) fun amazing stuff which then comes together in this patchwork quilt of a pretty darn amazing life i thank you thank you um i never ever feel like it's perfect i'm always striving to you know because of course you look at everyone else and like I want my space like theirs I want this but I think sometimes we lose sight of what we really do have um because I you know we always see the imperfections I look at my yard and think oh that plant needs to come out or oh this needs to happen actually we're waiting on a pergola we're going to be putting a pergola where our outdoor fireplace is which that's going to look amazing um so I'm always looking at the negative and you have to kind of reframe like, okay, wait a minute. Cause you know, you'll get the feedback. Oh my gosh, your yard is amazing. And I'm like, well, that's cause you don't see the whole thing. And I'm thinking, mm-hmm. why would, you know, why would I think that? Yes, it is amazing. So it it's just, amazing. sometimes it's just a, a, a shift in your thinking. And instead of looking at the big picture, maybe make it smaller into little, you know, I'm thinking, Oh yeah, this side looks great. Or I love this flower yeah. or, you know, I mean, I just think sometimes we are our worst enemies and we don't I don't know maybe it's just a life thing that always trying to be better I don't know so so it is a life thing and it is a mindset shift what you're talking about of being thankful and and having gratitude and being in the here and the now and paying attention to all that you have instead of focusing on the negative so that said so put a pin in everything I just Mm -hmm. said that said you're not dead yet Kim I know there's, there's so much stuff to do. So if if you want the pergola because it's in your brain and it would make you happy, mm-hmm. then like go for it. And, and yeah. life is to live and enjoy. And you saying, oh, "Okay, I want to take out that plant," that isn't necessarily a negative. It's sort of inspiration in that you like gardening. Like it doesn't well, feel like my husband. I point the plant and, and go yeah. And I point to say, like it. yeah. You I say plant it. that 
and he plants them. But I think <laughs> I think part of it though is that That's you always so feel like and I'm I'm the kind of decorator like I am never done with a room. But I always think I'm going to be done with a room. But I never am. But, okay, so so let's think about that too, because that is the creative process. It's you just the like, evolution. You like it. You love it. Like you're the most in your element when you go into a room and you're like, oh my gosh, you could do this, 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 and this. So, I mean, I've heard you say, oh, I love a good before and after. Oh, yeah. You you see someone's room and you love giving advice like, oh, you could do this, this, and this. How yes. About this wall color. Yes. I love doing that. I love doing that. Sometimes in my own home, it gets overwhelming. And so I don't do anything. And then I hate that room. And then I get, I'm like, yeah. And then I change it all in one day. Um, But I, I don't know. I think it's just, I, I fight between this balance of wanting things perfect. Things are never perfect, you know, and realizing like, no things, you know, obviously you got to be logical and, I don't know. I just, I can't, there's just always an evolution. And I think sometimes, obviously it drives my husband crazy. Sometimes I think sometimes he's thinking, are we ever going to be done? Are we ever going to be done with this yard? Are we no, ever? So, so come visit me and we'll go to the Winchester mystery house. What's that? Oh, that's amazing. So that Winchester San- mystery house. Yes. So, so the, the premise is Mrs. Winchester was haunted <laughs> by the people who were killed by oh. the Winchester rifle during, I think it's World War One. Oh. And so when her husband died, she got this house, this mansion, and she inherited all of the, the fortune made from the Winchester rifles. But she believed the spirits were constantly whispering to her and so telling her to add on. So she never stopped adding on to her I think I saw something on this. Yeah, well, chances are, if you're in Portland and the Winchester Mystery House is in San Jose, chances are there's billboards in Portland (laughs) telling you to go visit. It's definitely a tourist attraction. But sometimes that's the way I feel. I mean, I just feel like I'm I'm never finished with something. It's the Golden Gate Bridge also. You you finish painting it and you turn around and you start all over it. Yeah. It's okay because you like it. I I do because you like it. Well, but I think I'm moving into a season that I'm not liking that. Like I want the comfort of the room. It's not, I mean I don't want to give the image that these my rooms are in like constant, um, you know, chaos or you know ladders everywhere and this and that. Yeah. It's just that I guess it's maybe finding more contentment with things and spaces and you know like why I sometimes I think Kim why can't you just leave the same pillows all year on your sofa I can't do that that I do enjoy I do do have a practical (laughs) question about that because I would like to change out the pillows on my sofa for seasons and holidays but where do you store them oh well see that's the problem (laughs) I (laughs) because I Okay, so here's my tip. I want that, but I right. Here's my tip: do not buy any pillows that don't have a zipper. Oh. So then, what I do is I zip it off and I fold them and I have them in my linen closet. And actually, I just moved them to my son just moved out, and so I'm putting them in his dresser now. So I have because my linen closet is too small to house everything that my linen closet needs to house. But I have them in bins, and they're just stacked 
my pillow covers and I use all down. I ditch the pillow cover if it's not down. And I use down pillow inserts and I just swap those out then. Okay, I can do that. Yeah. Okay, now I now I kind of want to go back to so in our tent we've got home goods and we have Hobby Lobby and I was in both of those last week but I didn't buy anything but they have these really adorable um, Halloween pillows out in But see here's also my tip on how, on that type of seasonal it depends you know with with specific seasonal something that says Happy Halloween you can only use that really for maybe thirty days. Okay. I'm okay with that. Okay. If you're okay I, with that. I have like a garden gnome on the porch and he has different hats depending on. Okay. If you're okay with that, that's fine. I try to stay away from anything except at Christmas that I can't use like for the whole season. Okay. So like for autumn. Yeah, but I don't know if you have seen these happy Halloween pillows with the little gnomes and their little hats and the outfits. I think you would be into that. <laughs> I don't like gnomes, though. I don't like oh, gnomes. I really so like I'm, well, I'm good with the gnomes. We're done. We're done. I know. It's over. <laughs> Mike, we're done. Cut it off. But, you know, I mean, it's just, if people are worried about excess, then stay away from, like, anything yeah, that is specific to an event. Um, yeah. I go more with colors for the for the season, except for Christmas, I have more of yeah. a Christmas well, okay. type. And we should tie it in and we should um, pitch your stuff. So you have printables on your Oh, website. yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. so... And, and, that, and, and so when you log in, am I correct that that is your your kind of freebie to get them on the list is yeah yeah if they if you sign up for my newsletter which i've been really bad about sending out so you won't get bombarded with them um but i will i need to send them out soon since i'm paying for that url is all one word today's creative life yep.com yes and then right away you get you'll see a pop-up window i'm a vip Mm -hmm. you should become a vip you should and then you get access to the printable vault and everything in the printable vault under all different categories is free all you do is click on it and it downloads onto your website or you're very generous with your freebie i am because i didn't realize early on that maybe i should set it up for charging too much work to figure that out now but i do have then some things for sale um and then i have created a course because so many people say how do you make that and again i'm not a graphic designer at all i use PicMonkey and canva and i've just figured it out and i've created some really fun things and i like to offer free things on my website but a lot of people are asking me how do you make that how do you do and like an I just make it. So I decided to really knuckle down and and figure out the steps that I did use to make these things. And I created a course on how to make creative printables for your home. So and in that course, I'm giving you tons of templates because templates are the hard part, you know, like a tag template, um, a template for a to do list, a template for uh, I, my brain is just going blank, but all the templates and then all you have to do is plug in what you want to design with. Um, so I'm showing you everything, how to do it with PicMonkey and how to do it with Canva. And um, then you can create your own stuff. And I think it's only like $39 or something. It's, it's cheap. It's, it's, it's 
very generous. You are very Thank generous. you. And it, it, they get a ton of stuff. I mean, it's a great little course. And you don't have, so many people like, oh, I'm not creative, which I, everyone is creative. It just looks different. creative. Well, and I know I have a lot of teachers that listen, and this is fantastic for a classroom simple. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Because even if it isn't stuff like for their home, I'm showing them where to get the graphics or where I use stuff that they can find any theme to use for whatever reason, you know, whatever theme they're using. And then I also created the course on 10 ways to, I don't know the name of it, 10 ways to improve your blog. And these are just non-techie ways to improve, improve your blog. Because as we all learned when we started blogging, we didn't do it because we love the tech side. And then I realized, oh, wow, I, I have to know a bunch of this stuff, which I now have a developer programmer, so I don't have to do a lot of that. But, you know, that can be a real roadblock. And then just, you know, we just want to write and create and show people our stuff. But there's certain things you can do so that the people can see, you know, Google picks it up and, and people can see it. So that's a really fun course, too. Um, and I'm really bad at promoting them, but I spent a lot of time developing those. Um, but the printable one is super fun. I like that one. So I think you are. Great. But well, and then I developed the Jack Pine Jones. Yes. You know? So that is your newest baby. Mm-hmm. And that is very creative. Yeah. It, that kind of, I mean, again, that wasn't anything that we set out to do. My sister and my niece, and we're all creative in the kind of the same way. My niece is very good at understanding all the tech stuff because she's young and it just comes naturally to her. And we started out. Um, so, well, so I just want to write, I want to state out the URL and then when the email oh, is out, Jack Pine be, Jones. So it, it's dot, all one word, mm-hmm. the word Jack, J-A-C-K, Pine, dot com. And since everyone listening is super into planners and all that kind of yeah. stuff. This is right up there. It's, and we've got so many products ready to roll out. It's just crazy. But Jack Pine was the road we grew up on and Jones was our maiden name. And so that's what Jack Pine Jones. And we have my sister and niece first developed a vision board kit and they are really into vision boards and the science behind it and all that. And I still need to, do mine. So, so I am into vision boards. Um, I don't know if science is the right <laughs> adjective to go along with it, but I like um, the law of attraction. I like all well, these of are amazing, and I'm, and I'm also very into the placebo effect. Which yes, is sciencey backed. Um, yes, because if you think something's working or or, or creating something, um, your thoughts change. And all of a sudden, you you just become more aware and opportunities, quote unquote, seem to fall in yes. your lap. They, but they may have already been there. You're just more aware. I agree. And, and you're paying attention. So yeah. there, there is science. My sister was trained by Jack Canfield. And, yes. you know, but so excellent. They have a kit, the Vision Board Collective, and it's a kit and it's amazing. It's got affirmation cards and all the images and it's got a genius kit thing. And I mean, it's amazing. And so we have the kit and then I've created um, a to-do list and we have some daily planners, things like that. And so the website's only been live for about three months Mm -hmm. and we sell on Amazon and um, 
Yeah. So it's just kind of, my niece just had a baby. So we kind of just kind of took a little hiatus this summer and I'm going to be in Utah next week. So I'm sure we're going to hit it hard and get our scheduling and organizing, uh, you know, figure out our publishing calendar and all that. And so that's kind of another reason why I've just kind of let the blog um, just take a rest. I mean, the blog runs itself as far as, you know, I'm at a level where I make the same amount of money, whether I write on it every day or if I don't. So I keep it updated. But yes, yeah, this the last month. I really haven't done much with it. But yeah, so look for more stuff coming from Jack Pine Jones. That's kind of my new baby with my sister and my niece. And it's exciting. Yeah. It is exciting. I think that's great, Kim. And I like that you said that you were, you turned 60, 61. I will be 61 in September. 61 in September. And you're still fully living life. You're, I, you're not it, out to pasture. No, no, not a, like I said, I am a late bloomer. I didn't even get married till I was 36, had my son at 37. So I, when I hear people go, Oh, you can start a new career at 55. I'm like, well, yeah, duh. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't. So, so that's, that's a big part is people write to me and, and some of the coaching work I've done is people think that they're behind or they mm-hmm. think that it's too late. Mm-hmm. That, um, and you are the living, walking, breathing testament that that is not true. I think, thank you. I think though aging has affected me differently where I just ignore a lot of the noise. It's easier to ignore the noise. Um, or you know what you like and what you don't like and what you're going to do and what you're not going to do. Your boundaries, at least for me, my boundaries are very clear with everything. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not, you know, nothing is as ambiguous. Is that the word I want? Yeah. Um, you know, so I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do this or I'm not going to feel forced to, you know, keep, you know, doing recipes and photographing them right now. I hate photographing them right now. Yeah. I just hate so it. I, I, yeah. I, I talked about that in the Ugh. last episode and that my food photography, I'm just not interested in it. And I get it. Some people really, really are. I personally am not. <laughs> it just is such a ordeal for me to get set up. And I'm sweating and I'm just, (laughs) it's hard. It is hard to style a photo, you know? And I mean, I've got the, you can't see my shelves over here, but it's just all my props and linens and just like, oh. Yeah. No, well, you can have a little TV show going in there. Absolutely. (laughs) You've done TV work. I used to. That is another thing that I am not interested in at all. I am not. Here's the thing, too. And I'm not saying this for compliments. I'm not saying this. You know, I am not as photogenic as I used to be. I have. (laughs) I've got droopy skin. I have a droopy neck. When I was doing our local morning show here um, a while ago. And I loved it. I think I'm okay at it because I'm not nervous. I don't look at the camera. I, I can easily talk with the host. It's not, you know, so I didn't, you know, I was this stiff, uncomfortable person. And I came home and my husband, who's on TV all the time, but he, um, he's like, let's watch your segment. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to watch it. And so he's like, oh, let's watch it. So we're watching it. And I'm like, oh, wow, I had no idea my chin was so bad, you know? Yeah. And he's like, so oh, I'm honey. Saying, yeah, not because I think your chin is bad, but I do know what you're talking about. But no, I was because, just like. Because oh. the people you see on TV are not real people. 
Well, you know, there's a look. There's a look, you know, and I'm not the look. And when I saw my chin, I'm like, oh, my. And my husband's like, oh, honey, you're the only one surprised by that. (laughs) Oh, because I mean, he looks at me every day. I don't look at myself in the mirror all day, you know, so, or when I'm moving around or whatever. But I mean, it kind of goes back to the whole Instagram too. And not that I know there are older accounts that are doing great, but for the most part, my beliefs, and I could be wrong, but this is just my opinion. Instagram is a young girl's game, you know, or young person's game. There's so much visual you know, aspects to it that if you don't fit, you know, you don't have the long hair and this and that and super cute and this, you know, then you're, it's going to be a little bit harder. And obviously there are older accounts and I do follow those, but I don't know. And everybody wants to know where are your sunglasses from? Where are your shirt from? Where's this from? You know, my answer is target. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm just like, I'm, I'm talking about plants. I mean, you know, and they want to know where this is from and that is from. And I'm just like, what? Okay. It's just like you're you're just this, like, this plate, this yeah. fashion plate of being dissected. I don't It's not my thing. But so back to TV. No, I, no. I like TV. I enjoy being on TV, but I don't. You're good at really, it. I, I liked it, but. I don't want to cook. <laughs> I know. Um, so, I mean, I was filmed for a television pilot for slow cooking. And yeah. I was telling the producer, this is going to be really That's boring right. because it does nothing now for eight hours. So, I mean, I but I like helping people. So, I would love at some point if the opportunity ever presented itself to do some sort of show where I can go in and, Ooh, you should come to and help organize. Um, <laughs> so, sort of life coach these frazzled families and be like, you know, let's simplify this. You do not need to have all of these things on your calendar. It's okay to say no. It's okay to simplify. It's okay to slow down. It's okay to declutter and not feel like the walls are closing in on you because you have too many. But isn't it interesting how society has taught people that the busier they are, the more valuable they are? It's you know, the glorification true. of being busy. It's just, and you see people doing it all the time. Oh, I've done this, 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 and it's only eight o'clock. It's like, okay, yeah. it's one thing to feel accomplished. We mm-hmm. all want to feel accomplished, mm-hmm. but we need to move the, the. Yeah. So, well, and it's chasing gold stars. It's, yeah, it's not getting a feeling of worthiness from within. And and oh gosh, I I was writing about this the other day. It it starts at such a young age where you're doing things for claps and mm-hmm. high fives from your parents, and then mm-hmm. literal gold stars and grades from your teachers, and you're just yes. performing, 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 and you're not necessarily stopping and pausing and mm-hmm. and thinking what is it that I really want to do? And um, because so many things are done from obligation. Yeah. And it turns into a competition. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh my gosh, you Mm -hmm. can't say I made my bed this morning because then someone will say, well, not only did I make my bed, I did this, this, and this. I changed my sheets. 45 meals to the homeless shelter. Yeah. Okay. You won. (laughs) Right. I know. I know that's, and that's kind of another thing the pandemic brought me is that it really put the brakes on. I mean, I, I don't think we talked about this, but I had a total hip replacement on my left side, March 5th, right before the pandemic shut down. 
Wow. Um, yeah. Okay. And, and so that was perfect timing. Um, and then I had my right side done a year ago in May. And so that's interesting to me because you've always caught fitness classes. You were doing mm-hmm. aerobics. Mm-hmm. You were doing the different yeah, things. I grew up as a gymnast, cheerleader, and then I taught fitness for 35 plus years. Yeah. And so I wore my hips out. I wore them out good. Okay. And um, it was so bad that I, I mean, I was somewhat isolated before the pandemic anyway, because I would go and t- I taught for the city of Portland. I did injury prevention classes, <laughs> ironically. Every morning for 15 minutes, did two classes, drove home, and then did my blog job. Yeah. And so when we were Skyping pretty regularly, yeah. you often would have just come back from yes. that. Yes. And another thing that you have, um, and then I'll get back to your hips, um, you have such influence over me that <laughs> there is a rec center within walking distance, and my retirement job. I've decided is I'm going to get yoga certified. And then when Adam goes off to golf, I can walk to the rest. There you go. And teach yoga. There you and then go. we can reconvene for lunch. There we so, go. But anyway, I, I hope you know throughout this time, <laughs> how often you are in my brain and how often. Oh, I'm you're so brain. sweet. You're so sweet. But, okay. So tell me how do, how do your hips feel now? Oh my gosh. Fantastic. They're brand new. There's no pain. It's just, I mean, and it was such a great surgery. If anyone, that's my husband texting me who I said, don't text okay. me because I'm doing a podcast. But I, well, forget. It, it has been an hour and 45 minutes uh, because of my internet. Yeah. <laughs> we, I think we're going to break this up into two episodes, which is going to be great. Oh, now I don't have to do anything for a week. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. But no, I, um, I was somewhat isolated because I was in so much pain that once I would get home, it was such an effort to go anywhere else, like to go grocery shopping or anything like that. It, it was so painful. So I would just come home and then just stay home and I wouldn't go anywhere. So once the pandemic hit, I thought, well, nothing's really changed for me. Um, so, but, um, I had the surgery and, um, I don't take, painkillers. I'm allergic to opioids. And so I was a little worried about that and no pain. Um, I'm learning that I process process pain completely different than normal people. And I realized I didn't even have labor pains when I had my son. I just threw up the whole time. And then all the surgeries I've had, I just take Tylenol and Advil. And so this, I was worried with the hip one, but nope, no pain. And I was walking cane free on day eight on my left side. And then I had my right side done walking cane free on day six. So if any of the listeners are thinking, Oh, I need to get my hips checked or get surgery. Make sure that if they're getting their hips replaced, it is robotic assist. That is the cream of the crop. And I'm not kidding. It gave me a new lease on life. I'm walking between, you know, one and a half to three miles a day. I'm either doing the elliptical or walking. Um, I've lost 11 pounds in the year because my focus isn't weight loss. And no, it's, it's long-term. Yeah. I mean, I need to lose weight, but I'm not getting, yeah, I'm not doing that manic thing. Well, and being obsessive compulsive over a number doesn't mean anything. Right. And I, you know, growing up as a gymnast, a cheerleader, you know, I've had my issues with disordered eating. And so I am really careful not to trigger anything that will put me in that mode because that's not healthy. So, but yeah, I, I am just, I feel so much better. I'm not in pain. I had, I, I can't even believe how much pain I used to be in. 
you just don't even realize until you're not out and not with it. But yeah. Yeah. So I think just that along with the pandemic has really helped me shift what, um, you know, that, like you said, it's okay to slow down. Um, and if you don't feel like doing something one day, it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. Well, and it's true because I, I do say that if we're lucky, life is long. So, yeah. and, and unless pyrogenics really takes over, the end game is all the same. So right. stop, stop racing. Like, yeah. like you, you have yeah. time. Yes, you could hit, get hit by a bus tomorrow, but we all could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And that's not something we're going to plan for. So, so yeah. thoughtfully, but I don't- methodically make a plan and then bit by bit, baby step by baby step, you can do the things you want. Yeah, I'm Absolutely. trying not to feel guilty. Like if I just... I'm tired or overwhelmed or whatever. If I just want to lay in my bed and watch a movie today, I'm going to. I mean, it's okay. You know, I mean, I think too, the, the pandemic, and I think a lot of people went through this is that then once you did start socializing a little bit, it was exhausting. Yes. Exhausting. And I still, like I had a lunch with someone yesterday for three and a half hours and I feel a little tired today. Like I just need to, you know, I don't, yeah, I'm just going to take it easy the rest of the day, you know? Agreed. Well, Miss Kim Demon, I'm going to let you go because well, I do actually have a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> I have a lunch with a teacher friend that I'm going to, I'm going to go meet. Um, well, I this has been wonderful. delightful and you know, it's like I, you forget that you're even doing a podcast. You're just chatting with a friend. So hopefully there's enough nuggets and information that your readers will enjoy. <laughs> I, think, I think they will. I think they will. I think real advice that is from a been there, done that, I've lived it, I'm telling the tale, it's all going to be okay, and I'm not trying to get you to, to buy something. I, I'm just literally sharing out of the goodness of my heart goes a long way. Thank you. It really does. Thank you. I agree. And I love you to death. Thank you so much for having me. All right. You take care. All right. Bye-bye. Do you have a slow living story to share? Leave me a voicemail at stephanieoday.com forward slash podcast with any questions, comments, feedback, or testimonials, and I will be sure to include it in an upcoming episode. Also, if you found value in this episode, please share it with your family and friends and subscribe through your favorite podcast provider. The more you share, comment, and leave positive reviews, the more people we can reach and share the slow living lifestyle and messaging. Thank you, Slow Down Society, and have an absolutely wonderful day.